Welcome back, everybody, to Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Bible, Bible. And today we are going to be reading the most famous book of the Bible. Yeah. The big book of, you say Amos? I do. I say Amos. It's fine, too. Okay. I'm going to be hard to say Amos. It, well, it's not famous Amos, right? It's yeah. famous Amos. Famous Amos. Yeah. He's famous. He's a shepherd. He's a shepherd. From the town of Tekoa. Yeah, he's in Judah. Heard in Judah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Hey, new book. Yeah, that's right. And new book, like new book of the Bible, but also we are on a new volume of our Bible set, and we are excited about this. So Amos, Wait, hang on. This is uh, day one fifty-eight. I need to tell the people that. That's true. And me. And Amos one and two. Amos. Amos. Hey, just get over it. You know, if we say it different, Amos, you're gonna be okay. Same guy. Um. Yeah. So he is. From Judah, but he's a prophet in Israel. So, here we go. This message was given to Amos, Amos, a shepherd from the town of Tekoa in Judah. He received this message in visions two years before the earthquake when Uzziah was king of Judah and Jeroboam II, son of Jehoash, was king of Israel. This is what he saw and heard. The Lord's voice will roar from Zion and and thunder from Jerusalem. The lush pastures of the shepherds will dry up. The grass on Mount Carmel will wither and die. This is what the Lord says. The people of Damascus have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They beat down my people in Gilead as grain is threshed with iron sledges. So I will send down fire on King Haziel's palace, and the fortresses of King Ben-Hadad will be destroyed. I will break down the gates of Damascus and slaughter the peoples in the valley of Avon. I will destroy the ruler in Beth Eden, and the people of Aram will go as captives to Kerr, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. The people of Gaza have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They sent whole villages into exile, selling them as slaves to Edom. So I will send down fire on the walls of Gaza, and all its fortresses will be destroyed. I will slaughter the people of Ashdod. I will destroy the king of Ashkelon, and then I will turn to attack Ekron, and the few Philistines still left will be killed, says the sovereign Lord. This is what the Lord says. The people of Tyre have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They broke their treaty of brotherhood with Israel, selling whole villages as slaves to Edom. So I will send down fire on the walls of Tyre, and all its fortresses will be destroyed. This is what the Lord says. The people of Edom have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They chased down their relatives, the Israelites, with swords, showing them no mercy. In their rage, they slashed them continually and were unrelenting in their anger. So I will send down fire on Teman, and the fortress of Basra will be destroyed. This is what the Lord says. The people of Ammon have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. When they attacked Gilead to extend their borders, they ripped open pregnant women with their swords. Mm. So I will send down fire on the walls of Rabbah, and all its fortresses will be destroyed. The battle will come upon them with shouts like a whirlwind and a mighty storm, and their king and his princes will go into exile together, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. The people of Moab have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They desecrated the bones of Edom's king, burning them to ashes. So I will send down fire on the land of Moab. All the fortresses in Kirioth will be destroyed. The people will fall in the noise of battle, as the warriors shout and the ram's horn sounds, and I will destroy their king and slaughter all their princes, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. The people of Judah have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They have rejected the instruction of the Lord, refusing to obey his decrees. They have been led astray by the same lies that deceived their ancestors. So I will send down fire on Judah, and all the fortresses of Jerusalem will be destroyed. 
This is what the Lord says. The people of Israel have sinned again and again, and I will not let them go unpunished. They sell honorable people for silver and poor people for a pair of sandals. They trample helpless people in the dust. They shove the oppressed out of the way. Both father and son sleep with the same woman, corrupting my holy name. At their religious festivals, they lounge in clothing. Their debtors put up as security. In the house of their gods, they drink wine bought with unjust fines. But as my people watched, I destroyed the Amorites, so they were all as tall as cedars and as strong as oaks. I destroyed the fruit on their branches and dug out their roots. It was I who rescued you from Egypt and led you through the desert for 40 years. So you could possess the land of the Amorites. I chose some of your sons to be prophets and others to be Nazarites. Can you deny this, my people of Israel? Asked the Lord. But you caused the Nazarites to sin by making them drink wine. And you commanded the prophets, shut up. So I will make you groan like a wagon loaded down with sheaves of grain. Your fastest runners will not get away. The strongest among you will become weak. Even mighty warriors will be unable to save themselves. The archers will not stand their ground. The swiftest runners won't be fast enough to escape. Even those riding horses won't be able to save themselves. On that day, the most courageous of your fighting men will drop their weapons and run for their lives, says the Lord. And that is our reading today. Wow, five minutes. Quick one. Woo! Famous Amos. Yeah. Good stuff here today, Eric. Hey, so for those five minutes, I was yeah. thinking, what does this tell us about God and what does this tell us about us? Yep. So, Chip, what does this tell us about God? Well, I'll tell you, Eric. Okay. <laughs> you will tell us that God will not let them go unpunished. Actually, what I was going to say is God will not let them go unpunished. <laughs> yes, I knew you were going to say, say that. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty evident. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let these nations go unpunished. He's going to take care of them. Um you know, what do they do? You know, well, it's well documented what they've done. You know, basically they've disobeyed God. They sinned against the Lord. And they've done just horrific, horrible things. Mm-hmm. And so sin must be punished. God mm-hmm. cannot, he will not, but he cannot let sin go unpunished. You know, even the basics of our life, our sin must be punished. We must mm-hmm. experience the wrath of God. But then that's where the grace of God comes in to rescue us because we deserve it. We can do nothing about it, and he, he'll bring it. So God will not let them go unpunished. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned about God today. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, so the first place that he talks about is Damascus. The next is Gaza. The next is Tyre. The next is Edom. The, ni- the next is Ammon. The next is Moab. Do you know what all those places have in common? I don't. They're not Israel. Okay. And their, True. their sins are again and again, mm-hmm. and they must go... Unpunished. They must be punished, right? Yeah. They must go... They must be they punished. They must be punished, yeah. They must be punished, yeah. They won't be... They won't... He won't let them go unpunished, yes. <laughs> so, the next two are Judah and Israel. That's right. Those are God's people, mm-hmm. and they've sinned again and again, mm-hmm. and God will not let them go unpunished. He won't. So, what does this tell me about us? We are equal in sin. We are. We are equal in sin. And so, yes, those of us who have accepted Christ as Savior, we are free from the debt of our sins. We are forgiven and have God's righteousness applied to us. However, that doesn't mean we're better than anyone else. Not by our standards, certainly not, right? So I think we just have to be careful with that. There's a lot of people that we put outside. And we say, yeah, you're outside. And the reality is they they are, in God's perspective, outside of his kingdom. He wants them in, but they're not. But when we shut the door and say, no, you're not good enough. You're too far gone. You, you know, God can't save you. You know, you're too much of a sinner. And we lose perspective 
on who we are and we lose perspective on what Amos is showing us here, Amos is showing us here, that we're all equal in sin. Yeah. Yeah, what we fall into today, even as Christians, we rate sins, Yeah, you know, of people. And so, yeah, if you got like a you know, lying, okay, well, that'll be a two. But yeah, and, uh, you know, you choose another gender or you choose, you know, um, uh, certain thing, like murder or whatever. You're, oh, that's yeah, way up there. Yeah. You know, and so we rate them. We treat people based upon that. And really, we're all sinners. Now, now sins do have different consequences on yeah, that different spectrum. magnitudes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, it's all sin. To God, right, exactly, exactly. Your sin, sins have different magnitudes, right? Like if I steal a paperclip, that's not the same as, you know, committing a murder or, or something horrendous like that. But in the in eternal terms, my guilt is equal, right? Mm-hmm. And and so and and Jesus says we need to internalize this righteousness too. It's not just about what you do; it's about why you do it and what the intentions of your heart are and what's inside of you. So I would just say, you know, be very cautious that sin is equal and that we are all equal in sin, and that God must punish sin. And if we're believers. We're free from the punishment, the eternal punishment that is hell for our sin. We're not free from consequences of our sin. Not at all, right? No. So there are still consequences to our sins. But. Yes, that is true. And if we recognize, Chip, as believers in Jesus, that God must punish sin, that should really spark a fire within us to go out and share the gospel and get more people in this mm-hmm. you know, forgiven, reconciled state through accepting Christ. So I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank you guys for joining us today. You're welcome. No problem at all. Yeah, good. I was going to anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Famous Amos. I know you're hungry for a cookie about right now. I am. We do have a a brookie right here. I had one. You did? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I did too earlier. Peanut butter brookie. I had one yesterday. Yep. (laughs) All right. I'm all about it. Hey, we're proud of you guys. You're amazing. Hey, uh, I just want to say real quick, the prophets can be very difficult. Oh. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I like do know. What we just read, that's, that's tough. Tough. And they get harder, mm-hmm. but stick it out. Stick it. Okay? Don't, don't fade away. Don't fizzle out. Don't give up. No fizzing. Just keep going. Keep going. Thanks you for being my hype man, Chip. You're Appreciate always, it. I'm always your hype man. Yeah, I know you are, bro. I'll hype you to the Olympics. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. The Olympics of Bible reading. That's right, man. We're trying to get to the event. Yeah, or Bible history, man. You'll, yep. you'll win that category every day. Yeah, I don't know about that. But who's the Pharaoh I got right? Necco. That's right. Yeah. Pull that out. But if you had asked me who was the Pharaoh when Josiah was king, I wouldn't have known. But who's the Pharaoh you got right? I do know. <laughs> Necco. Yeah. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys oh, later. We're fun. You're fun. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.